Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Chats, chats, chats with Leah. Hats, hats, hats. What are you saying then? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chats with Leah Hats. My name's Leah, and today we're chatting to Lucy Earle, who is an incredibly successful, beautiful, wonderful human being, most known for her channel, English with Lucy, which has amassed over 6 million subscribers. Absolutely crazy. I wanted to chat to Lucy about the highs and lows of being a creator online and also discuss some of the obstacles that she's faced starting from where she did to where she is now and also just chat about a bit of bit of this and that have a little gossip, have a little catch up. So I hope you're sitting comfortably, whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it on any good audio platform. I must apologize for anyone watching on YouTube. There's a really large zit on my chin. I didn't notice it until after filming and it nearly made me want to re-record the whole thing. But Lucy, I do value Lucy's time so much, so I don't want to ask her to do that. But anyway, enjoy everyone. This is Lucy Earl. Do you remember when we met at the YouTube Space London? Uh, do I remember the exact moment? I think was it a party? We were we were both invited to be part of a fashion show, and <gasps> was that the first time we met? Yeah, yeah. And you so. were yes, and I remember that picture of you was on like on the YouTube website for ages. Oh my gosh! Like they just had us on the runway, like as free, basically as free models. And yeah, then they... it was to show off their merch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, I remember that day, I remember meeting you backstage and I was like, oh my gosh, like, Lucy, Lucy, oh my God, so exciting. And um, I remember before I'd met you, I had a little bit of a uh, a meltdown backstage because they had all done our hair and makeup and they'd put, oh. they'd put my hair up in a high pony and I hate my ears. And oh. <laughs> I remember having a meltdown and I was oh, like, no. right, I need to leave the building. I went I, I ran to into King's Cross and I went into accessorize and I bought the biggest earrings I could find because I what, thought to draw more attention to them I thought <laughs> I thought it would detract I hate these. <laughs> 
I thought it would detract from the shape of my ears. So I was like, oh, if oh, I just wow. put some big earrings in, then people won't look at like the size of my ears. Um, anyway, and then I, I kind of, I can't believe I got upset about it. And then anyway, the night got a lot better because I met you backstage and then uh, we all did our little like fashion show for their merch. And then I feel like after that point, our relationship kind of, we didn't meet up many times in person, no. but we've, I feel like I know you really, really well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, th- I think we've had a very strong digital friendship. Yeah. I can't believe that's the thing. But yeah, definitely. Um, I would say you're probably one of the pe- the people that I speak to most, Same. especially about anything to do with online drama or anything <laughs> like that. I, you are the person I, I go to because I want to know your opinion on these things. Yeah, we like whenever there's something hot on the internet, like, I feel mm. like... I can obviously message you about it because we're in the same space. But then also I feel like I can also message you if I've found a really good, like, fake tan or something, which is yes. nice. Which yes. is nice. Yeah, um, you, you probably cannot see that I've got it. I have got it on today, but that just kind of shows how pale I actually am if this is a layer of fake tan. Um, yeah, I did it wrong the first time. So it, it was an airbrush facial yes. fake tan that was actually your friend... Christy, Christy recommended yeah. it, and it's been a yeah. game changer. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got. I must buy her a drink next time I see her because it has been excellent. Yeah, I feel like that was us going for drinks. Sorry, just as you said, drinks. It reminded me of drinks. Like us going for a drink, like at the pub, is kind of where we ended up getting to know each other, and then from there, it's just been digital ever since. Yeah. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? Because everyone meets in London at the YouTube space, or did, because now obviously it's, over. it's a goner. Very sad. Um, that's so sad for new people coming onto YouTube, because that was so important. I joined that that space kind of late. Oh, right. Um, I think a lot of people were there, like, from the time they had 15,000 subscribers or something. And when I joined it, I thought, oh, my God, why have I left this so long? It's such an amazing way to meet people. Um, I forgot about that little pub. Yeah. O'Neill's, wasn't it? I think it was either O'Neill's or there was a more bougie, bougie, can pubs be bougie, round the corner that was more of a bar and we went down the stairs. This is so niche for anybody listening. (laughs) This is so niche. (laughs) Might not even use it, but um, yeah, I feel like that's where so many friendships and people that have met through doing YouTube because we don't we don't have colleagues like what's no. that like I mean for you you do your channel completely alone I have my main channel with with Joel so I have someone to bounce mm. off all the time but who do you bounce off with ideas like what do you do yeah I mean it's it is really lonely um I'm definitely I used to beat myself up about not having so many friends um until recently where I actually realized I am actually okay with this. Mm. I've got my two um, best friends who we catch up maybe not not as often as normal people, I think. Um, but when we catch up, we have a great catch up. My mum is the person I speak to and Will, is the, yeah, they're the people I speak to most. And I'm kind of happy with it being yeah. like that. Um, but I do keep in touch with a lot of other English teachers, online English teachers in the industry. And whenever I do that and we have Zooms and things, I always come away buzzing and full of ideas and we bounce a lot of ideas off each other. But the job is really solitary. Mm. Um, yeah, so online education is solitary. I, I see all the kind of YouTubers in America 
that are in like their hype houses and things <laughs> like that and that looks too sociable for me I don't that's not that's not good could you imagine if they stuck like you and all the other English educators in a house and tried to make like a drama out of <laughs> oh that my- would be ridiculous that would be so rubbish but actually we do and we were meant to do it in April and then it got postponed to October and now it's get now I think it's going to be sometime else this year we do masterminds where we book an Airbnb um I think it was in Croatia it was meant to be this year a 10 of us for a week and we just brainstorm and talk about our courses because the different thing with with um educational creators is that our main bread and butter is normally selling online courses and creating them Mm. and there's so many ins and outs to that it gets so complicated so yeah um, we've done, been doing some online ones, but I'm really excited to go to, I think, Croatia with a load of English teachers. Is it, and, um, yeah. Is it hard to, like, make sure everyone's course offers something different? Like, do they have these mastermind meetings where they go, like, OK, you offer that, I'll offer this, and then we'll all be fine. And there's an abundance of work out there for all of us. Well, it's a very trusted group. And we've all got slightly different audiences. Mm. And I think there's that kind of the trust there that no one's going to rip off anyone else's Mm. things but there is kind of just space for everyone it's that sort of mentality I I really like it it's a really really nice group of people and a lot of us teach different languages um one of my favorite people who goes on these just teaches grammar and she and just on a website if you ever search anything grammar related it's called perfectenglishgrammar.com yeah and anything hers is like top Oh, that's amazing. And she runs this insane business um, just selling grammar courses and nailing it. So that's her thing. But then she's so open with what she shares. That's so good because I feel like I need to, there's certain things I've realised through writing. I've started a blog and I've realised I can't write sentences. So like, for instance, (laughs) I I always use commas, but I never know Hmm. when to use a semicolon. Go on perfectenglishgrammar.com. Wow. She'll she'll tell you. She'll tell you. I, I feel like, yeah, I do have to go back to school for that. So I'm excited. Thank you so much. Um, I know that you probably don't like hearing it, but, you know, you've built an audience of over 5 million subscribers. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. Like, you... that doesn't happen overnight. That's taken you time, energy, effort, hard work, sweat, tears, I imagine. Lots of sweat. Have you seen my sweat patch videos? Yeah, it's so funny. (laughs) Actually, I so Joel has persuaded me to go for armpit Botox next week. (laughs) Are you going to go to the same place or have you found somewhere? Same guy, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm putting my trust in Joel here because it's become such an issue and so many colours are off limits to me. I can't can't wait to wear light grey again. Anyway, slight tangent. No, that's Um, going to be so worth it. Joel said it changed his life. He was like, Leah, why did I not do this sooner? Um, It's just you have to factor it into your, like, costs because I think you have to get it done every six months yeah but it doesn't seem too unreasonable because I I phoned at one clinic and it was like mind-blowing how much it was and then mm. this guy said for, yeah if anyone has sweaty armpits just come to the <laughs> he'll get you in there <laughs> um, but yeah. yes I can't believe how much it's grown um mm. the channel I mean I don't think anyone would ever expect to reach that number of people just through educational videos um 
obviously I've worked hard at it, but I also feel it's slightly out of my hands as well. Mm. I'm I'm very algorithmically pleasing. So. Yeah. <laughs> so that's obviously been a part of it as well. Um, but yeah, so you were asking about obstacles. Obstacles, what kind of yeah. Obstacles? I think like, can you think of anything that's been either like a mindset obstacle or like a physical actual obstacle you've had to overcome to... Has there been any breakthrough moments where you're like, wow, I just needed to change my thinking and then this happened? Yes, one big one. I've got a couple of positive ones and a couple of like negative ones. Um, one big one was, so I think when lots of people start up channels um, or any sort of side hustle, you're really enthusiastic at first. And then when it doesn't immediately take off, your enthusiasm dwindles. And this happened with me with the channel. I started it in January 2016 was pretty good. I was uploading every other week. So I was doing it alongside uni and work and things like that. Um, and then I just kind of thought, oh, this isn't really going anywhere. So I had a little break. And um, it was during that break that one of my videos took off, which mm. taught me the lesson that it's all about evergreen content and make make videos that will do suddenly take off and do well over time. And, and that was a big breakthrough for me because that, that made me really look at my analytics. And for, for a while, I was just so confused because I was getting almost exactly 2,000 subscribers a day. Wow. And, um, and exactly the same amount of views within the odd couple of thousand a day. And I was just wondering, why? Why is it exactly 2,000 every single day? And then I realized it was because this one video was drawing in it was being pushed to a certain amount of people and on average a certain percentage of those were subscribing. Do you remember so, what video it was? Yes, it was 10 words you pronounce wrong <laughs> <laughs> with a pointy finger. <laughs> I love that. Everyone knows, everyone wants to know what they're doing wrong. Yes, but it was directed to learners of English. So it okay. was words like chocolate. A lot of students, of my students, I was teaching a lot of Spanish and Italians at the time would say chocolate. So oh. I was saying, you know, how you can, you know, make it two syllables instead of one. But it went to a really American and UK audience. And they were like, I don't pronounce vegetable wrong. But actually, and I was really, you know, cross. I was like, YouTube, you are promoting my video to the wrong people. But actually, it was fantastic for engagement because I was getting all of these comments. Yeah. And then I think that's what made the video really shoot off. No, that's amazing. And also just on that comment of your videos reaching maybe the people you weren't aiming them at. I feel yeah. like a, even, you know, now like a lot of non-learners just watch your videos just because it's just nice to have on. <laughs> yeah, some I love of them that. do. Some of them do. I get some really lovely comments from native speakers who have no interest in, in learning English. <laughs> They're just... <laughs> They just sometimes leave comments like, hey, I, I like the way you speak. It's quite Thanks. relaxing. And then move on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, each their own. People like watching ASMR. People like, I just, I watch English with Lucy, guys. <laughs> but <laughs> Thanks I for actually, the promo. That is okay. I noticed that when we did our video in Cambridge, that oh, yeah. randomly, like in life, people in London, agents, brands, people were like, oh, yeah, saw you on English with Lucy. And I'm like... Why do you oh. why do you watch English with Le no offense yeah. like you're not an English learner <laughs> um but I I so 100% people are watching from everywhere because they're just nosy yes yeah and I I really like the video we did that day when we were talking about our stupid language mistakes yeah I love I loved it that. Love yeah it. I need to rewatch that actually <laughs> I give me a giggle I can't rewatch old videos can't you oh I, I love doing that I don't know I why I that. think I get really like even videos from like a week ago, I'm like, oh, I can't. 
I don't know why. I can watch all old videos apart from videos that fell within that six-month period where I decided to get eyelash extensions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I looked like an insect. I was like, time. My eye shape is not right for them. Some people look fantastic, but they really did look glued on. Like So sad. And they kind of yeah. fall away gradually and they just yes. look really bad. Yeah. I I would never do it again either. No, I'm not no. like I'm not saying yours were horrendous, but I from experience can tell you that I agree that they're bad. Mine were they were very well done. The girl who did it was very clever. They just weren't right for me and I was constantly like thinking I had something stuck on my eyelash and like <laughs> scraping it off and it was like an eyelash. It was just so much faff. It's expensive. I'm all about the LVL now. Have you oh, had one? Oh, yeah, LVL lash lift. I feel like you and I always exchange what we're having. <laughs> like, yes. Right, I'm having my brows laminated and then oh, I'm having an LVL lash it. tin and like all these trends. I'm, I'm wondering in a few years, what are our eyebrows going to look like? I don't, well, I don't think anyone could have predicted the Scouse brow when it came in. Do you <laughs> no, remember that? Yeah. They were so bold. I remember thinking they looked fantastic. I just... I, there was no eyebrow pencil that would have would have worked for me when Anastasia brought her her taupe eyebrow pencil. It was my life changed. Game before, changer. With for blondes, it's either yellow or orange. That was the two colours you had as an option. That's not okay. Um, That's not good. Yeah, it's not. It's not right. They have so many options for dark haired brows. I yeah. feel like I've got like eight shades to choose from. I know. Oh and my you've gosh. got it so easy. I've got so it. easy. <laughs> So there's some horrible people on the internet, obviously. A percentage yeah. a percentage of people are always gonna say really horrible things. What what's how's that for you? Yeah, there are lots of there are lots of people <laughs> on the internet that say rude things. I mean, we've been speaking in private a lot about hate sites and things like that and how mm. just the ins and outs of it, because on one hand, people have every right to say what they like mm. but then on the, and they're not actually saying it directly to people it's just the fact that it comes up on google when people's names are searched that it's so complex until now like until this moment in time i've never had too much trouble with sites like that i get um i used to get before i was engaged before i became engaged um i used to get a lot of unwanted male attention and then it was weird as soon as i became quite obviously like Will was all over my Instagram and I had videos with him and the vlogging channel that definitely died down a bit and I think it's sad that you have to get engaged to have like that layer of protection that's crazy Um, I can't believe that but now I used to let messages from men get to me Mm. um, and I used to be really feisty sometimes if they send you know a really dirty message I would like quite easily find them on Facebook send them a screenshot of their Facebook and say do you want me to send that to all your friends and something like that and (laughs) I never would I never would but I just back in the day I used to just think how can you sit there and think it's okay to send someone a message like that yeah um I get every platform has a different sort of hate comment I feel Mm. like Instagram it's always an anonymous person with a picture of a dog as their profile picture always Wow, this is so interesting that so they're specific. always a dog, yeah. They're either nothing or a dog. Yeah. Um, and and they'll just go straight in. I don't agree with this. I think you're this. And it, uh, yeah, people are really rude. Um, YouTube, the worst hate I get is from other teachers, I think. Okay. Um, who maybe don't have like, social media 
accounts or things like that, they um they will teach in person. Mm. Um, and I, I see where they're coming from because I remember teaching in person and you just get, especially if you're a not, not a native speaker, you get a really rough deal, I think. It, things are changing now, but you're like bottom of the pile when schools are looking for new teachers, even if you are the best, most qualified teacher for the job. Um, and so I did. I do get a lot of comments from disgruntled teachers as well that maybe don't think I deserve the platform I have. Wow. Um, Wait, but so... I'm just as surprised as they are that <laughs> I have the platform I have. So Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, I can't believe that. So do you mean that people who have an online presence are more likely to get an English teaching job now? No, I mean, I think it's that English teachers, um, ESL teachers, English as a second language teachers have like low pay, a lot of them, Mm. And they're they're often discriminated against in certain countries because students want a native teacher, and sometimes they even go as far to say, "I want them to look a specific way." Wow! Um, okay. Especially yeah. in countries like China, um, they will actually put appearance requirements in in their job adverts and That's, things, and yeah. and it can get it can get pretty racist actually. Um, so yeah, it's a hard one. I often get comments from teachers that just think the only reason you are famous is because you're white and blonde and young. And I don't know. I think if I, I think to a certain extent, they, they do have a point. I also think if I just was, you know, like a robot, I don't think my channel yeah. would have grown. And I don't, you've, you, like you say, you've still got to have skills. You can't just be hot. Like, you can't just be a hot person like, hey, grandma. Um, you've no. actually got to give the content and you you do all of those things. You just happen to be, in my opinion, very good looking. So. I'm very flattered. <laughs> That's okay. I think, I think people are very qualified. They've worked really hard to get their degrees and their masters and some of them have got PhDs. Mm. Whereas I don't. I have a marketing degree and I have a teaching English qualification. Yeah. Um, but my interest has always been in taking difficult topics and making them entertaining and digestible. Mm. Um, and I don't feel that I need uh, another qualification to make me more qualified to do that. I, no. I did actually look into it. I got to the point where I thought, am I qualified enough? Do I deserve this platform? Like, I'm, And I looked into doing a master's and then I thought, this is not adding anything for anyone. Like me knowing, you know, it, the master's was about how to manage a classroom and things like that. And yeah. No, it wouldn't I'm have done anything. It. it wouldn't have done anything. It would have all it would have done would have been to just uh address that little little bit of imposter syndrome that you had yes. and it would have just been maybe something that lived in your description somewhere or on a website somewhere for, so that some know it all is like, "Oh yeah, she's fine. She deserves that." I mean, yeah, that's exactly it. And I would have yeah. got 40k on a masters and no and thanks. 2 years or something. So, yeah, yeah, it's my decision not to do that and yeah, good it. for you. I think, yeah, I would I would actually be like, don't let them win. Yeah, even I though they, they can have that. They can have their yeah. little quip. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. And then the hate on other platforms. So you said you've got Instagram is always a dog. YouTube, it can be other other creators. Yes. And then... Uh, the I worst like, was Twitter. Yeah. I don't use Twitter anymore. I only use it, like, for customer service. <laughs> <laughs> if my Ocado order isn't on time, I might tweet them. Um, but, yeah, they... Um, Twitter was just so brutal. Yeah. 
and and just angry, really angry. Whatever you said would get ripped apart, and people would at you like in their hatred and、mm. and things. And、um, ah,、oh, I think the worst thing about Twitter is that there is no tone of voice. There's no now. I know they're doing little short form videos and things like that, but.、Um, On Instagram, I feel you can send a voice note, or you can do a story. On YouTube, it's a video, but on Twitter, it's just characters,、yes. and you're limited to a certain extent. And、um, people were just misconstruing things, preempting the tone. And yeah. and yeah, what do you feel about Twitter? I think it's、uh, there's a lot of negativity, and I feel、yeah. like when I'm in a bad mood, I will go there to find more darkness. And I'm like,、really? I, 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 it's like self sabotage. I'm like, oh, I hate this, so let me go and see what other people think about that. <laughs> and they all、yes. think worse, and I'll go, yeah, I'm so valid in that thought because they all they're all struggling as well. <laughs>、um, yeah, that's true. I probably have done that at times. Yeah,、um, and then sometimes I see someone's name trending, and I'm thinking. Ugh, what have they done now? Like, let's、yeah. bring it. And then, yes, I don't ever join in with it, but I do consume it. Yeah, yeah. I actually said, I think on a live stream, my worst nightmare would be to log on to Twitter and see my name trending. I actually think that would be one of that. I'd rather be. I I I can't explain how it would make me feel. I I can't I can't deal with. People publicly, you know, cancelling cancel culture. I hate it. I hate it so much. It makes me feel sick. It makes me not want a platform at all. It's a scary thing. Yeah, it's a scary thing. There, there is a place for people to be, you know, deplatformed in some situations, which is、mm. why I don't think cancel culture will ever be stopped. Because、yeah. there is, there are like, I can think of a few people that. Should have been. I mean, Jimmy Savile, for example. I'm、yeah. sure if he was still alive, I would have loved to have seen him cancelled、yeah. to the point of no return.、Um, but yeah, it's, it is a huge issue as well. And、um, some of the things I th- see people getting cancelled for, I think if you take a step back and look at it, it's just you know what's it for? And I actually had an experience that was. I wasn't trending. It wasn't that big a deal, but it felt like a big deal at the time.、Um, a couple of linguists. Who I'm now on very good terms with,、um, nice. but because they didn't ever have a way of really contacting me, or, or thought because my numbers were so big I wouldn't listen,、um, they had a couple of problems with a few of the video of my videos from way back. It was a video where I compared northern and southern accents. Yeah, I did it in a really off way,、um, which I, I didn't even understand at the time that there was such. A divide, honestly, because I'd just been in my southern bubble. Yeah. But,、um, yeah, because the girl I did it with, she is northern, but had changed her accent to a southern accent, and I, that really rubbed people up the wrong way. Right.、Um, but yeah, I went on my. I was listening to "So You've Been Publicly Shamed" by John Ronson. I always want to say Mark Ronson, which is a really, really great book about.、Yeah. Cancel culture before cancel culture was really a thing, and、um, I was on a run. And then I opened my Twitter just to—I wanted to find one of the tweets that he was talking about, and I—I didn't have my notifications on, but just saw my mentions completely full. And I remember my heartbeat really, really rising even more. I was already on a run, and it was me being called out and just really criticised by lots and lots of people. And I remember having to like run home, but so I could take a better look at it. And it was awful. The feeling of it is just—you can't describe it. You go into fight or flight mode, 
luckily I've managed to um, train myself to really not respond in the moment, to analyze it all, mm. sometimes sleep on things, not get angry and get defensive. Because I think that's when a lot of influencers make massive mistakes mm. is when they, you know, they reply to one person thinking it's one person and just ignoring the fact that everyone's waiting for them to mess up even more. Yes. So, yeah, that must yeah. have been like absolutely horrendous. And like you said, it wasn't trending, but in your world, in your mentions, it had blown up. So like yeah. me me sitting here in my living room might not have known anything about it, but in your community, in the place that you want to be well-respected, well-liked, mm. everyone wants to be liked at work and on the internet if they're yeah. public. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really hard. So I can, yeah, totally see why that would have just been bloody hard did you did you take a bit of time off after yes because that happened and then I think the the youtuber that made uh, like a call out video of me about another video shortly after I think he was inspired a bit by this because I know he was involved in that linguistic circle on Twitter so that came straight after and and yeah that was too much I took I think I took just over a month off YouTube Mm. um which I'd hadn't done for a very long time um and I was I was really like burnt by it, a bit yeah. traumatized by it for a long time afterwards. And I, I was speaking to Will because it's nearly been a year since this has happened, and I do feel back to normal now. Um, but for six months, I think I was feeling like the effects of it. Like I just fell out of love of every with everything that I used to like, like cooking. I couldn't bring myself to cook. It sounds so dramatic. I just, my whole world was a little bit shaken because I honestly thought that I was just an unproblematic, uh, fairly likeable to a certain extent person that Mm. wasn't causing any harm. And suddenly I was, it was brought to my attention that without intending to, I was actually really upsetting people. And I felt the pressure of having this whole catalogue of content I was going to have to go through and make sure there wasn't anything that could also upset people. Also, going forward, I, I knew exactly what I did, didn't want to post and did want to post, but I was just really nervous about it all happening again. Mm. Um, do, you feel, yeah. do you feel like now when it comes to creating content, there's like a checklist of things that you have to go through? At first, um, yes, when I started making content again. For example, I spoke to lots and lots of people that had criticised me because mm. I wanted to hear you know, their points of views. And lots of them brought up lots of different topics. And I got to the point where I realised I actually don't have to agree with everything, but I've heard their opinions. And at first I wanted to listen and take absolutely everything they said so I could completely, you know, protect myself, which isn't actually the the right way to go about it. So now, so for example, I took the intro off my channel because it said beautiful British English and some people didn't like that because it was implying that other forms of English aren't beautiful or that and but then I thought no that is silly I I want yeah. to teach people yeah it, I'm not implying that at all that's just how someone has interpreted that got um, it so I've put yeah. that back in but there were there are lots of things that I do think of now yeah um that also to be to just be a better teacher as well yeah um, less clickbait more high quality grammar videos I know don't do as well but I know the students that do watch them really, really like them. Um, and I'm just, I'm less going viral focused now. I was yeah. really, really excited about the prospect of going viral. And then I had a bad experience from going viral. And now it's just not that attractive. <laughs> yeah. And like, as well, when things just get out of hand, I don't know, it just makes you go, okay, what what am I doing this for? 
what's it yeah. all for? And you go back to what it was you started the channel for. You saw a gap in the market, an opportunity where you're like, actually, I could provide those kind of lessons. And mm-hmm. you're like, goes back to all of that. It does. It then doesn't become about you as a person. It just goes back to actually teaching, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And about providing like real value to my students as well. So a lot of a lot of my videos in the past, um, I think they're so, some of them were just too they were just too much to pre- to please the algorithm. But now mm. I'm really like that doesn't serve my students that much. It brings in new ones that can then benefit from other videos, but I've definitely decreased those. And yeah. um I now provide a free PDF with every every lesson, which I absolutely love because I'm I'm really proud of those PDFs. Yeah. They're the kind of thing that I would have wanted to have as a teacher to give to my students. Um, and then the fact that they bring in people to my email list as well. It's just, amazing. Yeah, I'm just really happy about it. No, that is amazing. <laughs> and like, like thanks so much for like opening up and sharing that because it takes a lot of bravery even to just, like you said, go on, have conversations and talk to all the people that, a lot of the people that have criticised you. I think that I probably wouldn't have even been mature enough to, I would be like, they hate me. They hate me from the beginning. Oh my gosh, I've got to have a conversation with someone who hates me. And yeah, I think that that just doing that and like, surely you didn't switch on and they were like shouting. Was it like, not- no, 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 not at all. And the guy who called me out in the video, he was actually slightly remorseful. Um, and we just, we're still in contact frequently. Yeah. I mean, we're never going to be, you know, absolute best buddies, but I think we both saw that both of each of us was having a hard time in different ways and we, yeah. you know, support each other a little bit. Um, no, everyone was, it was amazing that when people are angry, if you just ask them, do you know, I'd, I'd like to sit down in a, in a calm situation and hear what you have to say, like how many amazing conversations can come out of that. Um, it really was good. And that is how I will do things. I'll continue to do that going forward because when you do sit down on Zoom and it's just you and them, they aren't just going to shout at you. That's um, amazing. I love and you might that. not, you might not hear like things that you like to hear. It, it might be like painful to be criticised and yeah. yeah. I but. I I noticed that when I do a live stream, there are people that create accounts called like Leah is a knob or Leah <gasps> is shit, oh, and no. then and they just send they just send hate from a, a brand new account that's called like Leah's a bitch or something. And I wonder what it would be like to jump on a Zoom with them and just be like, well, what is it about me that bothers you so much? And see how they react because I actually think that would be so good for both them and me. So Yeah. So did you hear Sally Hughes Radio 4 documentary about it's called Me and My Trolls? No. She's I've a, watched a lot on trolls. Okay. She has just had a huge problem with trolls that use one of the main trolling websites yeah. and they just rip her to shreds and she actually met up with one of her trolls and spoke to them. Wow. And it was they were really remorseful. And it was so funny because you've got to think to be the odd hate comment. Everyone, I often see a video and I think, oh, that's so stupid. Like one of those stupid five minute craft craft videos. And sometimes I don't do it, but I feel the urge to let them know, thanks for wasting my time, loser, or something like that. Yeah. Um, But to actually consistently do it over time and that Mm. be one of your pastimes to hate someone, you've got to be in a really rubbish place, I think. Yeah, for sure. 
I've blocked all of those websites now, but when I used to go on them and mm. read, I noticed like some crazy comments from people where they say, of all my years on insert website here, I've never seen da da da. And I'm like, of all of your years, like, why are you saying this? Oh, like, no. this is a achievement. Like you've, sometimes I see them commenting things like, you know, I've got kids and I've got a husband and I'm I'm juggling my job and all of this. And I'm like, how do you have time to frequent this website with yeah. your with your horrible thoughts? It's mad. And they think that they're doing the creator a favor because they're not commenting it publicly. They're commenting it on, as in they're not commenting it publicly underneath your picture, underneath your video. They're doing it on their own separate website in their yeah. safe space. And I actually But it's not think, private. It's open to everyone. If it was a WhatsApp group that stayed between these people fine yeah. yeah um but it's not and the thing is you know i i really want free speech and there are a lot of influencers that do like awful things you know the amount of undisclosed ads i see there mm-hmm. is absolutely a place for people to call out people on that yeah um but then it's the where is the line um where it just becomes hatred and i think it's the speculation as well yeah but it's not illegal it's not illegal illegal. to speculate yeah and someone I know we were just going back to Twitter um someone I think it was one of the like gurus about social media it might have been Gary V he said that Twitter is like the modern equivalent of the town square he's like it's the town square where people gather and and they gossip and they meet up and and that's it it's the 21st century town square and I was like oh my gosh that is just so true like of course you're going to hear gossip in the town what are people doing and and, yeah they're allowed to say all of that it's just that when I can so easily type in someone's name and read all the town gossip about them or myself, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how at the moment to cope with that. The only coping thing I've found is just to not go looking for it. Yeah. I think if I had more gossip about me on my, especially having a personal channel, I actually, I'm, I thought that maybe people might have, but they haven't thankfully. Mm. Um, and at the moment I'm being, you know, uh, I'm, I'm good at filtering out the, the hatred and things. But I think if that, if that did pop up, I think I would feel really, I think yeah. it would be Will actually, because he's quite protective. And I think that would make him want to share a lot less. Yeah. I think if, if that kind of thing happened. Yeah. He hates people saying untrue things. Yeah. I mean, it just made me think, like I told Atch, uh, for anyone listening, uh, Atch or AK, he's my boyfriend. And uh, some of the trolls think that we're currently going through a breakup, which isn't true at all. Oh, that's awful. I know. But Joel told me, because I haven't been on the websites for ages, I set up like Chrome blockers and apparently they think we're going through this breakup, blah, blah, blah. And I told Atch and he was like, oh my gosh, like, this is so, this is so entertaining. Like, let's, <laughs> let's entertain it. And I was like, no. And um, he was like, isn't that amazing though, that people have got such an interest. And I'm like, wow, that's such a nice way of seeing it. Like, he's like, they're so engaged and interested that they will go and talk about you or your business. And I'm like, okay, it's kind of a good way to see it, but I, I just yeah. I can't get on board with that. I <laughs> wish we really. could all be like that. And yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, Will's my field say, I don't, I don't think he'd be like that at all. He's, he's grown up in a very private family mm. and um, it's taken a lot for him to come on and be comfortable in the vlogs and things. And he does really enjoy it. And we'll all sit down before posting anything and watch it together yeah. and also make sure that, you know, our number plate hasn't shown in the window or something like that. Um, 
But I think if it did cross that line, I think we would see Will massively retreat. So yeah. let's hope it doesn't happen because I like Will being in the videos. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, trying to end it on a little bit of a positive. Uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously, all of this, would, you know, we wouldn't have any of these negative things if there wasn't a like majority positive vibe going on out there. Like I'd say 90%, 99% of everything is positive yeah, and definitely. worth it. And yeah. <laughs> what are you? Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, we our brains are just programmed to to just be really, really offended when we see like the odd negative comment, and then we get so used to seeing all these lovely comments, isn't it? So bad. I know. Um, but yeah, I think I think in general we've got it good. Just you've got the odd breakup rumor. I've got the odd, <laughs> you know, call out video. Oh, yeah. it's all right. It's not bad, is it? <laughs> it's not too bad. People are like, oh yeah, their channel's definitely dying. And I'm like, oh God, and now, I've got to, now I've got to keep it afloat to prove <laughs> them wrong. Just to prove them wrong. <laughs> oh God, it's awful. Yeah, um, yeah that's the thing, because all of, all of your businesses and all of our business, not only do we have company house, company's yeah. house posting everything, we've also got our numbers. So if we lose a subscriber, they'll notice. I mean, they've stopped doing the live sub counts now. Do you remember when James yes. Charles and Tatty had that thing and they were doing the subscribers falling off one by one? Oh my gosh, awful. Absolutely awful. <sighs> Hate that. How painful. So painful. Manny, Manny MUA actually came out with a video talking about everything and what he went through. And wow. it was really, really insightful. And uh, yeah, I I don't know. With with great success comes great responsibility and great like the higher you get, the further you have to fall. Yes, That's it. I, so, I so true. Responsibility. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm totally off topic. I'm watching Line of Duty at the moment. I'm on season <gasps> one. I'm on season okay. one, and um, obviously you got Gates, and this is again a niche reference for anyone who's not watching. But you know, he set up the start of the series. He's this like high achiever he's the best he's like the top dog and now he's slowly starting to fall and crumble and 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 i'm like waiting for him to get locked up and i'm like why do we love watching people high fall why why is it us in humans we love watching yeah. them fall but yeah it's true um i just think any creator should just look at lots of other creators that have been brought down a couple of times i always think of pewdiepie the amount of scandals he's had yeah. and he does still climb back up again <laughs> it, it seems to be a cycle it does um and on that note guys um <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening thank you lucy for sharing and for coming on it's been so nice to have you here thank you for having me i was so excited i thought you felt obliged to invite me but no I was really, really excited no, I was just like, oh, I've got to get Lucy on. And then when I did a live stream, everyone was like, get Lucy on, get Lucy on. I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, if she would. <laughs> it's because I was in the comments. So obviously they, yeah. were, <laughs> they were pushing you too. Yeah. And I, but yeah, I'm really glad you did. And I, uh, um, yeah, I can't wait to see I'm sure... all of the other guests you have as well. Yes. Oh my gosh. You, you'll see it. You'll see it posted all over my social. But mm. for anyone who doesn't, I'm sure everyone knows you, but if they don't, well, they don't can find you on Instagram at Lucy. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? It is a good one at Lucy. It's just the yes. best. It's the best handle ever. I actually, I always get people go, how did at Lucy get at Lucy? And I'm like, don't know, go ask her. Like, we don't know. At Lucy me. never reveals her at secrets. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just...
I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I absolutely loved catching up with Lucy. It was so great to chat to her. And don't forget, if you don't know where to find Lucy, you can find all of her information in the show notes. Or if you're watching on YouTube, then you can find it in the description of this video. Don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on an audio platform. Subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Just subscribe everywhere, really. And leave us a little review. That would go so far. Thank you for your kind words. And if you don't enjoy it, then just, just don't write anything anywhere. That would be great. Loads of love, everyone. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye, bye, bye. Chats, chats, chats with Leah. Hats, hats, hats. What are you saying then?